the Nerdcaster Podcast. Like usual, it's me here, Joe, and with me I have Justin. What's up? And um, we have straight from E3, right off the bus or the boat from Canada, however the hell he got here illegally, Trump's sending your ass back, uh, <laughs> Mr. Machismo. Good evening, gentlemen. What's Thank going you for having me on. No yeah. problem, no problem. Thank so, you for even fucking agreeing to come on this terrible, yeah. sometimes decent little show that we do. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, Listen to you guys all the time. I got to come on here. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, you were supposed to be on here while at E3, but y'all screwed that up because you had to do actual work or something. Like, you had to go enjoy <laughs> yourself, not call into us. Exactly. Sorry <laughs> about that. A little, little wild, a little wild this year, but glad to be able to come on and answer any questions that you guys may have. Yeah, well, so you, go ahead. You do all the um, the Cisco work there, right? All the networking? Well, yeah. So, the how I get contracted in is I help with the... Uh, the actually the design installation of the network backbone that runs all of the entire show for E3 from all the vendor side. And they have like individual network requirements or uh, bandwidth requirements to the actual management show size, security, the whole nine yards. So the entire circuit that is brought into the LACC is courtesy of, of yours truly and the team nice. I work with. How the yeah. hell did you uh, come across that job? A word of mouth, actually. I got lucky. <laughs> okay. I did some work for another uh, another individual. They liked my work. They signed me up. They brought me on. And I've been doing E3 now. This was my 14th year doing E3. Jesus, 14th year? So, yeah. That's kind of fucking cool, uh, <laughs> considering you have literally seen, like, gaming just progress. And yeah, that's that's actually really cool. So it's actually the funny, funny, true story. I had this exact conversation with somebody while I was at E3 since I've been coming here so many years. And they asked me what my favorite E3 was by far. I don't remember the exact year, so I don't want to quote it on your show and be inaccurate. But it was the year that the PS3, the Xbox 360 and the Wii came out the exact same day. It was the biggest, it was this a middle finger across the aisle at everybody. The Microsoft had this big booth, huge booth that during the build <laughs> had a black shard around the booth that the only way you could get in is if you had physical Microsoft credentials. There were armed police that they hired to guard the booth during the build so nobody could see what the 360 was, what it looked like, nothing. But here's the funny thought, truth about that. If you ever got into that booth and you saw the underbelly of what was actually running the Xbox 360s at that time, hold the drum roll. Because I don't have drums. Apple, Apple Macintosh G5s. What? <laughs> yep. Every single one of them were running the Xbox 360. Hilarious. Because I had a, a, an, ND, an NDA, I was not permitted to take pictures. No. But believe me when I tell you, I was like, ooh. What the fuck? But that was a great show. Microsoft had this huge rollout for the 360. It was a big deal. Two hours later, emergency press conference by Sony. Uh, we would like to congratulate Microsoft with this with this uh, great showing of the gaming community. It's going to be great. We'd like to introduce the PS3. Boom! Everybody's like, oh! <laughs> the press went crazy. Press went nuts. 
Three hours later, emergency press conference by Nintendo. Oh uh, you know, God. these guys don't speak any English. Oh, you know, thank you. Great to see Sony and, and, and Microsoft with great additions, but we'd like to show the Wii. And they were like, the Wii, what does it do? And they showed what the Wii did, and it was just like, <laughs> gaming the community went blown. upside down. It was the best E3 ever. That was actually the last E3 before they took out all the booth names. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was, out of control. Holy it was completely shit. out of control. That's, that was crazy. It was the best E3 I've ever. It, oh, it was nuts. They shut it. Now they shut that place down, man. There was riots. It was crazy. It was just nuts. So <laughs> riots for Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. It's true. It, it was great. The nerdiest riot ever. So, oh yeah. So with that <laughs> being the best E3, and you've seen the progression of E3 all this time. Um, yes. So let, let's let's move forward to this E3. How does this compare yeah. uh, in years past since I know like certain publishers have pulled out or didn't show up? Yes, yes. Very good point. So this is, a, this is my personal assessment. There's no general facts to this. I personally believe that this show is going to go away. The reason why I say that is because over the years that I've seen E3, from the past Three years since EA has officially pulled out of their show, as you both know that they have their own uh, event now called EA Play. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first year they did did this, they did it directly across the street from the LACC at LA Live in the Microsoft Theater. That caused a huge issue because half the crowd left E3 to go over to EA Play, so the traffic wasn't in there. So they, I guess they bartered behind scenes and they said we're no longer going to do oh yeah we're no longer going to do this so they do it the three days before the opening of e3 so ea has their own thing ea play now fast forward to this year as you know also microsoft decided to follow suit they are now also doing their own thing in the Microsoft Theater across the street, and they did it the exact same time as E3. So if you're familiar with the layout of E3, over years past, before it used to be the entire building, all three halls, you have West Hall, you have South Hall, and you have Kentia Hall, which is underneath. And what building? Kentia is no, in the, uh, the Kentia was in, uh, is technically in South, yeah, that's in the South building. Um, What's Kenti is in the uh, of the LA, is the underbelly of the LA Convention the L- Center. Yes, of the LA, Los Angeles Convention Center. So over the past maybe like five or so years, five or six years, they no longer use Kentia because they're not filling up that space. It was just west and south. Now west, so you will get a giant a, an idea of the map. West is ninety nine point nine percent was the booth held with the big three: Sony. Microsoft, Nintendo, that literally took up the entire hall. And you had like, okay. you know, uh, GameSpot had a little booth here and hey. a couple little guys over here just to fill the extra space up. That was the entire hall. Fast forward over to the South Hall, you have EA. As soon as you walk in the South, the first thing you're going to see in the front, EA Sports. It was right in front of you. <laughs> Big, loud, obnoxious, huge, multi-tier booth. It was crazy. Next to that was Square Enix. To the right of that was Disney Interactive. Now, Disney pulled out. EA pulled out. Now, there's a gap that needs to be filled. Last year, they moved Microsoft out of the West Hall, which was crazy talk. And they put that into the South Hall. So that just sucked up the count. But the way that they made it look, it made it look like there was so much more going on. So it was just a matter of semantics and how they, they played it. Now that Microsoft pulled out, 
There was a gap, so certain booths, only thing they did was get bigger. For example, Bethesda, if you look at their map from last year and you look at the map from this year, they still are in the same spot. Their booth is just now bigger. You got Square Enix. Their booth is just now bigger. You know, that's, that's what they did to suck up that space. Microsoft had no showing in the, in the actual Los Angeles Convention Center except for their Mixer booth, which they promoted extremely hard this year. Um, all of the other Microsoft... Xbox Mixer, three, yes, Mixer is their new uh, social media. Uh, it's not social streaming. media. Yeah, they're, they're the online streaming, sc- streaming uh, platform that they are very aggressively trying to push as an alternative to Switch and some of the other uh, showings that are out in the industry right now. You mean Twitch? Wow. Okay. So, I had no so, idea. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, they're really trying to gain legs, and there's a lot of controversy and a lot of uh, – there's a lot of back and forth in, amongst the gaming community in regards to why to switch to Mixer, why not to switch to Mixer. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of different schools of thought. Like the biggest the thing is, okay, if you want to get your, your stuff out there and you want a platform that you're going to definitely be seen on, go Mixer because there's not that many people on there right oh, now. Yeah, it's and it's going to gain traction. Be, be an early adopter pretty much, kind of like just how people do with Twitch. That um, makes sense. You know, but then the other people are saying, well, you know, there's not that many games out there. There's not that many people going to go there. So you might want to go back to Switch if you want to keep your 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 traffic going. If you're not established and you want to gain some traction, it's good to go to Mixer and just build a build a fan base. If you already got a fan base, don't leave that fan base and move over to Mixer to stay so where you are and keep it going. I mean, again, there's a lot of different schools of thought to to go to Mixer or not, but that's just personal preference, I think. But the, the showing is pretty cool. The way what they're trying to do. Is kind of cool the way that they're doing the streaming, how they're segmenting the the data to packet loss and get cleaner video and so on and so forth. I think that's it's pretty cool. Um, it's just very it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, what happens. Now they put so much effort into Mixer, but it was kind of a shame again, as I usually predict, they're not putting that much in terms of their exclusive titles, as we all know. So they yeah. have a couple things here, but the major ones again, as they always push, Forza, number one thing. As soon as you walk in, see the big Forza <laughs> car. That's it's always cool to see the car, but it's just like, okay, where's the one that makes me want to say I'm going out today and getting an Xbox? They don't and have it anymore. They they're not doing it now. There's rumblings under the belly that they're getting ready to buy some some uh, production company production houses to try to corner the market on as exclusives. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of all uh, you know. Uh, uh, can't make them out there that they're going to buy EA uh, so they can lock up some exclusives that way, but nobody knows if that's going to happen or not. I, so. I can totally see them buying EA. I think that would actually maybe help them, even though EA has been in shit for the whole Star Wars bullshit and all that. Yeah. But I, I hope they don't just pick up a bunch of these small little indie companies. No offense against indie games, but I'm fucking 34. I don't want to play another Mario clone. Like, I don't, but give me something that looks nice and plays well. I'm sorry. I don't like the fucking games that our one friend sometimes has on his, you know, Steam. And it's like these drawings that it looks like a little kid made and they made a game out of it. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't care about that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to play that game. Yeah. But you you know what the funny thing about that? But if you go over to now the Nintendo side, they're killing it with the Switch, man. They're killing it. Like you would have never thunk it from the from the unfortunate failure of the Wii U, which I personally liked. I like the Wii U. I thought the Wii U. Was I cool. love the Wii U. I, I wish that they developed more games for it, but 
I tell you what, the, the, you, you, the E3 is awesome to hear from the developer standpoint. And it's really, really cool to hear the developers are really jumping on this bandwagon for the Switch. So games are going to start really starting yeah. to flood out. I mean, it makes sense because you got to look at it. The Switch, you can even take that off the dock. It's still a 720p screen, but it still looks nice. Like, no one's complaining about it. You can still play the games. Even Doom was running, you know, fairly well on it. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, they they have a good platform. But Nintendo's always been like that. They can always pull something out of their ass and be like, you know, we're going to fucking perform some magic trick now. Uh, Here you go. So just like I was saying before, I think that what's going to happen is since Microsoft pulled out, there's they had a lot of foot traffic over there, um, and they and I think that the show is getting exponentially smaller. Like I'm used to seeing, um, and I remember like last time I talked with Nerdcaster last year, and I sh- and I had some video of the uh, my 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 treat to me is I love seven o'clock in the morning Pacific time going out into the concourse and looking at the sea of heads that look like the starting gate at the Boston Marathon, getting ready to bum rush the escalator to get up into the show floor to see these games, right? The cops say one time, don't run. That's the last thing you hear. Then somebody always gets trampled every year. I got it on videotape consecutively. For 14 <laughs> years, I got people get trampled. It's awesome. I love it. It's like watching this Black year Friday. was the first year that I went out to that concourse. I looked out, and I saw actual floor. Wow. So that was like, wow. I is can't, that why like, they, this is not the same. Is that why they opened it up? Or do you think that's why they opened it back up to the public? Oh, they opened it up to the public. It got nuts because yeah. they opened it back up. They opened, They started to lose, lose, lose money. So it's, it's, uh, all about, it's all about money. They tried to tame it down. They closed it off to the public. That one year, like I said, it was nuts. They tried to bring it back to make it corporate because it was just – it was out. Of, it was the AVNs with the booth babes running around with what they were wearing, and it was it was nuts. It was I can't even my vocabulary is not deep enough to describe how <laughs> insane it was. Then to see how they rolled it back, took away the booth babes, made it industry only. Then they said, okay, we're going to make it up. We're going to open up to press and third party press. That went on for a couple of years. And they said, okay, we're going to open it back up to the public, which did really, really well. And then in the past, what, two, three years, they actually started selling things at the venue, which they never did before. So now they're selling things at the benefit of the money is just coming outside of just merch from the E3 merch, these other companies are able to sell their own merch in there now, and that does really well. Like Bethesda, oh my gosh. Funko. When, oh, don't get me started in that one. That was like a New York Stock Exchange yeah. situation going on over there. They had these exclusive uh, Funko Pop uh, E3 um, uh, uh, figures that were going out there. And, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a scene. People were, yeah, people were getting, going to get, it was going to get ugly. <laughs> Tried to get these things, man. It was yeah. kind of cool. That's any of the fucking Funko Pop things. We went to go see Kevin Smith the other, uh, was it two, three weeks ago, a month ago yeah. or whatever. Yeah, even that was a fucking shit show. <laughs> Just for I his pop. Imagine. Yeah. No kidding. He's, that's funny. Yeah, man. It's, but that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So 14 years you've been doing that. Yeah. Holy it's shit. Been fun. It's been fun. It's been Joe, fun. We got a, a lot of people. Yeah, What's man. Up? Joe, we got to, uh, 
I don't know. It seemed all doom and gloomy for E3. We got to go before uh, before it doesn't exist. No, yeah, listen, you can't. This, again, this is my personal assessment. I, I think I think what to watch for next year is to see if either Sony or Nintendo pulls and well, does their own thing. In my opinion, uh, Nintendo will pull before Sony. Nintendo already has their treehouse conferences, so they'll just make the treehouse things uh, bigger and better. Well, they um, also not even a few months later. Um, coming up is the uh, the Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. So that's another big ass one, but that, I think that's primarily just going to be like um, publishers, developers, and fucking uh, you know Sony and Nintendo. Yeah, I don't even well, know actually, if Microsoft you, does anything for that. Well, you know, PAX comes up right after E three as well. That's right, PAX. Uh, PAX, and PAX is getting yeah, and PAX is actually starting to gain legs yeah. on E three and getting bigger. So I think everybody is going to be probably funneling into in, into that. So who knows? I mean, the one thing I want to do bigger than than to me is E three. I want to go to BlizzCon, uh, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but but with E three now that we've talked about how big it's gotten or and how crappier it's gotten and people pulling out, what were the the best games there that that you saw? Regardless of publisher, we, we're not going to go through all the publishers. Obviously, we don't have enough time. Yeah. But if you had I, to pick your top five games you saw there, wow. uh, what would they be? <laughs> At the risk of sounding like a fanboy, which I am not, to go on disclaimer. I am not a fanboy. I own all three majors. Um, I play everything. I enjoy everything. But I cannot turn a blind eye. Um, Last of Us 2, that cut cut was incredible. It was incredible. (laughs) The game that we saw, even though there wasn't wasn't too much game playable options, the cuts that they showed, the private scenes that they showed outside of the, the keynote, Absolutely incredible, incredible. Yeah. Um, just with the the detail, just the, the movement, it was just it was just nuts. Um, I, I've never personally played it, but got to give hats off again to Bethesda. The new Fortnite seventy six. Oh, excuse me, Fortnite. I'm sorry. Fallout. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fallout. Fallout seventy six was was nuts. That, yeah, the, the, all that looks fucking cool as hell. The, it really is cool. I think that might be one that I may pick up myself. Um, um, I already pre-ordered it, so uh, let me know. Yeah, yeah they, uh, from what they showed um, and for what is um, – for what they're actually going to be able to do with it, even the online play, they just turned it up a notch, and people went bananas for, for that one. Um, the uh, – uh, Sony had another one that was called uh, Ghosts of Tsutsumo or Tsutsumi. I, if I'm, I apologize yeah. if I'm jacking, jacking the name up. The, the Samurai game. Uh, that looks dope to me. Yeah. Oh, um, there's two uh, of them. Well, you got Niho 2 coming out. And then you got um, that other Ghost of... Yeah, that's, that's the one I'm talking about. That Ghost that of Tashimiya or whatever, yeah. Yeah. That, that looks that awesome. That game is r- ridiculous. That game is going to be bananas. So that's three. Um, that's okay. Uh, the other, the other one that I saw that I, I just, I cannot wait to play this stupid game uh, was uh, can't believe is one with a uh, uh, Norman Reedus. Uh, 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 something oh, standing, oh, death, oh, stranding. Uh, death stranded. That's it. 
Death Stranding. Yeah. Yeah. Death Stranding. That game is going to is, is going to kill everything. Mm. It really is. It it really is. They, I, I, my problem with that, they showed it at last E three with that that one um, intro trailer, and it looked beautiful. It looked awesome. It looked fucking weird. It still looks fucking weird. Hideo uh, Kojima for you. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like I don't know if I'm going to buy into this bull crap. I'll give it a shot if I enjoy it. Like at somebody else's house, I'll buy it. But this is a game uh-huh. I can't subscribe to until I play it elsewhere. Yeah, it, it's from what they showed, and from what we, from what I saw in the back, at the back end, outside of the cuts, and they went. If you go into the, uh, the little theater, they show some play. It, I, yeah, it's 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 going to do well. The gra- graphically, I think in order of best graphics to least, <laughs> definitely go the the uh, Last of Us. Two, hey, <laughs> kill me, <laughs> Last of Us. Last of Us Two um, was. The graphically, that was light years over the first one. It looked really, really good. Oh uh, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just bring your kids on the podcast. Then, <laughs> I tell you, kids on the podcast. So Last Last of Us Two is is, is huge. Um, that Ghost of Tsushima graphically, that just the detail in the background and how things were moving, grass moving, the the blood coming out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, I don't know of a person when they showed the first cut, the entire male population went woo at the same time when people were getting slashed up. That was just phenomenal. Um, there's another game that I really don't know too much about. Mm-hmm. It just looks cool. This is number and I gotta five. give it a hat I had them. Uh control. What the hell is control? This? Yeah, it's called Control. It's on. It's it's on on the PS uh, PS Four. It's a Sony exclusive again. Um, Dude, it looks real cool, man. What what's it is there a really premise? Cool. Yeah, it's called Control. Is, is it a? Is it what's the premise of this? It is. It, it, uh, you explain it because I can't even fucking. It looked it. like to me from what I was what I was trying to gather, and I apologize. I'm not giving you or your listeners too much information on it but from what i saw it looked like it was a cross between uh infamous and and uh that's a good game i like the game silence uh, and uh and, and mirror's edge i guess you can look uh, at the okay. two. it was just it was really it how, was really cool I, I got a problem with your list here how do you you, okay. you talk about this list and and not mention two of the biggest games that wrecked people. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, like number one, and number two, <laughs> and Kingdom Hearts three. <sighs> Come on! Okay, so Kingdom. So you, you, know, you asked my personal favorite. Yeah, so I asked. Those should well, have been your personal well, favorites. That's what I'm telling well, I you understand, now. I understand, but no, I, I'm looking at this overall, just graphically, like. Are you serious? Like this is this is crazy looking. Um, yes, people went ape for Super Smash Brothers when it came out. I tell you what else they went bananas for. More so than that, when they released Fortnite for the for the uh, oh, for God. the uh, for the, hey, for listen, the Switch, yeah, for the Switch. When they released that, I don't know how that server didn't crash. If I got to watch mm-hmm. one more person do a backpack dance, I think I'm going to punch him in the head. Hey man, I, you can't you can't lie on a game that cleared over like seven hundred million in a month for people dressing your character up like Barbie. I mean, it, 
And you know what's crazy? Hats, hats off to them. All they did, they took the formula from fucking PUBG. And they were just like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make it free and um, uh, maybe make it a little bit weirder. And yeah, it succeeded. Yeah, yeah, it worked. I mean, I think they, they had the best booth. <laughs> they 100% ripped off fucking PUBG. There's no denying that. Yeah. But it's, it's working for them. So they did something better. Yeah, that, that, that was really good. Uh, Kingdom Hearts was look. I mean, Kingdom Hearts. I don't. I know that. Uh, I know that Joe is <laughs> a very big proponent of Kingdom Hearts. Um, and I got as much information as I can. I've never personally played the game. I kind of don't even really get the premise of it personally. Yes, I don't know some of your listeners are probably like, "Who is this dork?" You know, but hey, Joe actually people people went, people went it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, people went nuts for this thing. They, got, they really did. They honestly you, did. You got a PS3 hooked up? I do. Maybe I'll send you a copy since I have like three copies of it for the PS3. I believe you do, man. <laughs> you got the copy, the copy you keep by your bed. You got uh-huh. the copy in the car. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What do we got here? I got, I got this one here. I got this one here. This is Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Oh, my God. <laughs> you were with me when I bought that, 2. actually. 2. Remember we went to like oh, yeah. three GameStops? I got that yeah, one. Yeah, like 2.8. Yeah, 2.8. Hold yeah, on, hold 1. on. 1.5, 2.5, Here's 1.5 and 2.5. Remix. I got... I think I, I sent you some video people. video of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, did you yeah, You did. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we uploaded it. It's all good. But uh, yeah, I got every iteration of Kingdom Hearts that, that's available, dude. I throw my money at them. And now that they have a $230 <laughs> pre-order, I'll probably buy that. And you know that's what? crazy. It's stupid. The pre-order thing to me is not worth it, but uh, I I need to have it because it's, already it's me. Like my wife's gone, right? Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> All right, I already pre-ordered like a good three hundred dollars worth of shit for E3. <laughs> uh, I need to I need to get this. I need to pre-order some stuff myself. Uh, I just been lax with other <laughs> projects. Yeah, November <laughs> and December and January. Like, I just have a shit ton of games coming to the house. Yeah, you'll have more more coming in than you'll be able to play. It's, that's yeah, the much. one thing I hate about that time of year. That's the fucking. That's the case now, man. <laughs> I have so many games here. I'll. I don't fucking know. One of these days. Oh, I, and in terms of hardware, hardware that was out there, there's one thing I got kind of hip to that I really like. It was a Scorch controller. The, the company Scorch. Was yeah. it the, I think it's you're talking about the the, the scuff controller, right? Scuff. I think that the was Scorch. Good. Scuff. So PS4 scorch. controller. Yeah, it's a very very well made, fully customizable controller. Uh, they have it for the Xbox and PS uh, uh, Xbox and uh, PS4. There is Scorch uh, too, so I don't know which one you're talking about. Uh, yeah. It is. Very, very cool. Cust- fully customizable. It has a customizable toggles that you have underneath. It sits in your hand like well. And you don't have to really go above and beyond to really access any of the customizable buttons on the side, on the top, on the bottom. It's extremely cool. Extremely cool piece. So the fact that you're talking about a controller as being the coolest hardware piece there, it tells me that, Yay, a controller. There's nothing else. No, no VR stuff. New, new VR stuff or anything like that. New VR? No, they had some other titles uh, that I played. That, but uh, that I hardware-wise, like no wireless. Hardware? No, no. 
I didn't yeah. see anything that was new or innovative that was like, oh my gosh, look at that for VR. They just took the existing and just kind of maybe they added a little thing here and wrote a little program there. There was nothing that was just like, you know, really cutting edge. There were more gaming chair companies there than I've ever seen in my life. That was the, 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 the bigger, bigger thing. Yeah, Racing chairs are uh, in style now. Everyone's got yeah. one. Uh, shout out to DX Racer Chairs for uh, yeah. for giving us a shout out. That's right, DX Racer. Those guys, those guys really, uh, yeah. they really yes. uh, picked up their their uh, <laughs> their booth from uh, from last year. They went from a very very small booth to uh, wow, are you kidding me? Booth this year. So <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to do our our mid podcast um, advertisement here. Uh, yeah. DX Racer, go buy a DX Racer chair. They're super comfortable. Uh, I personally don't have one, but I think I sat in one one time, and my butt's never been happier. So, <laughs> well, yeah, well, Machizo, Machismo there can talk from experience. Aren't you sitting in one right now? Exactly. So, how's your butt feel? Maybe, maybe your wife can tell us how your butt feels in that chair. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. She can tell if I got one, got one right there. There it is. Yeah, yeah. That is a, that is a sexy looking chair. Yeah, I, I enjoy love it. it. Uh, uh, Justin, you have any other questions? Because I'm I'm pretty good. Uh, no, I mean it's I do I guess about um you know some more behind the scenes crap like how do you know I, I guess if you can answer this real quick that'd be awesome uh, like sure so when these vendors do they have like a set amount of speed that they need to have to, I guess, stream their games or any video that they're doing or you know, live yes. blogging and that crap. Absolutely. So that's like, a lot oh, of I want 50 megs. I want 20 megs. Like, how do you, how do you spare that? Like, how do you like sparse that out to everyone else? Oh, that's very simply. I mean, it can be, that's all done from the router level coming back up, just like you would do yeah. on any corporate network. Okay. So you usually, we come in with a certain amount of bandwidth um, and we have multiple we have multiple circuits that come in for a secondary and tertiary backup in case of any any problems. So we got a lot of bandwidth. I remember when the when the when I first started doing this, I remember the bandwidth was like two meg. That was like <laughs> ridiculous. Like oh my god, two meg, and now it's like twenty meg, and then twenty meg was ridiculous, and now it's less like I mean. They're doing stuff like right now. They're asking for like a, a lot of bandwidth. I mean, EA while they were in alone, they were getting they were getting almost a fifty meg pipe by themselves. You know, just it was just it was just nuts. So yeah, they they depending on what they want. There's a lot of monitoring that goes in place, and when we see that the utilization goes up amongst a certain amount of bandwidth, then you know. Usually, we would talk to the vendor and say, "Hey, this is where you are. We're seeing some spikes." They say, "Hey, we you know we need more. Ramp it up." So it's like, uh, uh, you know, Scotty from Star Trek, like, "We need more power." You know, they, everybody's a bandwidth hog at these these type of shows. They always want more, want more, want more. Uh, but to, usually, like, that to them, or can you tell them like, "No, nah, that's that's in the contract. That's what you get." Sorry. No, I mean, no. We're we're usually the you know team that I'm on and the team that I work with. Joining us on the spot. If they need it, we can provide it for them. So we have ways to, to segment and give them, give them some things that they need immediately and make everybody happy. So any 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 type of bandwidth hiccups, the end the end user will never never know that there's anything. The guys that are running the networks 
for the company's individual moves. They're like, hey, man, we're, we're starting to lag here. We're trying to see something. And usually we monitor so heavily, we're there telling them before they even know it. Okay, so you can see any spikes coming or any drops, oh, yeah. any packet loss. Exactly. Oh, yeah, nice. we're, we're monitoring extremely, extremely heavily. That's so that's why the show usually goes on so smoothly. People go in and they play these games. A lot of times they have uh, certain companies that'll uh, interconnect with different booths. So like EA will have a game that'll come right back to uh, uh, Microsoft's booth and they're playing directly, going back and forth. So we have to wire directly in and sometimes the servers go back to wherever the companies are from and it's just... Jesus. It, 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 it's fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. The reason it okay. runs so well is because you set it up, Machismo. That's why. That is, that is correct. <laughs> it would suck if I didn't. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else there, buddy? I mean, you can ask whatever you want. Uh, that's, I mean, I, I watched it, you know, any YouTube streams and crap like that. Uh, it's just all the games coming out. I pre-ordered so much crap. <laughs> and I honestly, I, I was this close to thinking that Sony was actually going to come out with like a PS4 Pro Pro Edition. <laughs> just another Pro at the end of the Pro they already have. Or a PS5 or something. PS4 Pro were, 2. Yeah, yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. PS4 Pro 2. <laughs> I, I but if you look at their press conference, they just kept launching bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb, and it's title after title after title. It's like after a few, it's like okay, how many titles you want to throw out as exclusive? We get you got exclusives, but man, you're kind of like over over inundating people with a whole bunch of titles, you know? You know, because they used to be so exclusive heavy. Like there used to be so many things. It was like only on PlayStation, only on PlayStation, and it kind of died down. For like a while, and then yeah, this I, I would say this E3, if I can pick that back up, there's a shit ton of exclusive titles now. Because yeah, what they, they have really in did. E3, they had Killzone, um, Ooh, classic. What was the other fucking Alien Invasion first person shooter game? Looking up here in my list of games, I can't find it. Uh, Started with an R. But oh, uh, Resistance. Oh my, Resistance remember that. Resistance one and two, yeah. yeah, those were awesome games. That's, mm. I mean, oh, and Metal Gear Solid, but now that came out for Xbox. Well, so. same, the same thing with Kingdom Hearts three. That was a Sony exclusive, or Kingdom Hearts series was a Sony exclusive until this third one. So it kind of, it's kind of stupid that on on Xbox, it's the only one you can play in the series. All right, I'm not getting it for Xbox. Yeah, because that's what you should get it for. <laughs> all, all the other games are on PS4. Why wouldn't you get the last and, and final installment of this sort of thing on PS4? I mean, it just... I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, are they going to stop Kingdom Hearts now? Or? Uh, I don't know. It took them over a decade to come out with Kingdom Hearts 3, and it's pretty much going to wrap up the entire story that they're trying to tell. If they're going to come out with a new Kingdom Hearts, it's definitely possible. There's more than one Blade Bearer, if you follow the series, so you could follow a different character and, and do another trilogy, but um, Jesus. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think the director guy who's on it um, is as enthused as he's making it sound right now. And with Final Fantasy 7 being his other big product, um, if they do come out with another Kingdom Hearts, it ain't going to be anytime soon after 3. <laughs> <laughs> so you might wait another decade. 
I was really surprised they didn't mention anything about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I am too. Supposedly they said it's right on track, and they're like, nope, it's going according to plan. Yeah, well, but well, it, you didn't fucking show anything, so probably not. Yeah, well, it's the same director, and because of Kingdom Hearts needing to be coming out in Jan- on January 29th, 2019. Um, it's going on track just as well as Trump's fucking immigration policy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm, Orange head dickbag. <laughs> I'm pretty... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll uh, – uh, his his focus is on, on Kingdom Hearts 3 till that gets released. And next year, if he's at E3 or, or whatever, um, I'm sure they'll say something because that's going to be the, the biggest thing they got coming down that pipeline. But Yeah. Fuck. We're going to have to wait another year until fucking Final Fantasy VII comes out. It doesn't – they're going to release it episodic, so you're not even going to get the whole game at launch anyway. I mean, so that's fucking garbage to begin with. They need to they need to, to knock that shit. that shit. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I don't, have, I don't really play the Hitman. Oh, the Hitman reboot was kind of fat too, by the way. Is that one yeah. episodic or are they just doing like yeah. a full game like here you go? It's a full it's a full, it's full game. Okay. Then I'd probably buy it again, but that episodic shit it was, was, like, it, was, it, was it was it looks really good. It looked really yeah. cool. The yeah, same with funny. the uh Resident the Resident Evil reboot was very oh, cool looking too. Shit. Yeah, before we go, did you see that at all? Did you, like, gameplay or anything? No gameplay was available, but they had, uh, you know, they had the side movie type of thing, but it looked good. It looked really, really good as a reboot. Is that also, like, play different, like, there's different scenes and shit? Oh, my God. Yes. Is that also coming out for VR as well, or is that strictly console Uh, controller? I believe it is VR, man. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that would be fucking awesome if it is, so. Even though I don't have a VR set up yet. Eh, well, I get it. Get the or, PSVR. That's yeah. fucking cheap. Or or I can just go to, to Justin's house or Danny's house. I mean, you could. There you go. That's true. <laughs> we but both they, selfishly spent fucking six to $800 <laughs> on these dumb things. I played it like four times. It's fucking terrible. It's well, like an $800 headset just sitting there. <laughs> But but uh, you you go over Danny's <laughs> you you go over Danny's and he'll hook it up in two seconds. He's like, yeah, we're gonna do this, and I'm like, all right, dude. I really I, I hate I hate making him go through that just to play like an hour of gaming or something. Because by the end of it, I'm like fucking tired. He fucking loves it. Man. I know, that's I know, and, and that's great. Like, I mean, I enjoy it while we do it, but I just feel yeah. bad that he, he's got to set it up. Just yeah. that's just that's his that. thing, man. He enjoys it. Let him. I guess so. All right. Well, we're kind of off the three <laughs> topic here. <laughs> but uh, a- anything else you want to add, Machismo? Anything else you want to ask there, buddy? No, I'm, no, you're good. Nothing else for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I'm just, I'm just thankful that you guys have me on, man. I appreciate it. I love you guys' show. No and problem. Love coming in and talking to you guys. Hey, man. Thank you for even coming on. Yeah. You're thank right. you for giving us the inside scoop and the, the videos you sent over and everything else. And, yeah, my pleasure, man. I look forward to hopefully doing it again next year. Then you're, you, well, you don't have Let's to wait a whole year it. just to come on. Yeah, yeah sure. Right, man. Man. <laughs> Whenever you want, man. Yeah. Especially if you uh, make your way back to the East Coast. That's right. My, my, joy, my, my, my joy is to come back up to the East Coast and hopefully sit in live with you fools. Yeah. It'll be fun. Let us know, because right now it's just, you know, I mean, I like, I like Joe, but... <laughs> Every week, same oh, man. Man. It's killing me. Need a different face. Uh, I'll wear a, I'll wear a mask next week. <laughs> All, All right, right, guys. I super appreciate this. This was fun. 
So thank you for Wait, giving us. Thanks very much, everybody. Yep. No thank problem, you guys. Man. And um, we'll we'll all talk again soon. And that means they're casting out.